FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. We play R&B, reggae, hip-hop, Apala, Juju and Fuji, Afro, gospel, Islamic music and more. 107.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Hi, this is Bruno Mars. Hi, it's Ed Sheeran. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. What's going on, everybody? This is Neil. Hello, this is Maroon 5. Hello, I'm Ellie Golding. Hi, I'm Calvin Hodges. Hey, what's up? It's Rihanna, and you're listening to... Fresh. 107.9 FM. Professionalism. Nurtured by experience. Mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely Once I was seven years old It was a big, big world, but we thought we were bigger Pushing each other to the limits, we were learning quicker By eleven, urban drinking, burning Never rich, so we were out to make that steady figure Once I was 11 years old, my daddy told me Go get yourself a wife or you'll be lonely Once I was 11 years old I always had that dream like my daddy before me So I started writing songs, I started writing stories Something about that glory just always seem to bore me Cause only those I really love will ever really know me Once I was 20 years old, my story got told Before the morning sun when life was lonely Once I was 20 years old I only see my goals, I don't believe in failure Cause I know the smallest voices, they can make it major I got my boys with me, at least those in favor And if we don't meet before I leave, I hope I'll see you later Once I was 20 years old, my story got told I was writing about everything I saw before me Once I was 20 years old Soon we'll be 30 years old, I'm Songs have been sold We've traveled around the world And we're still roaming Soon we'll be 30 years old I'm still learning about life My woman brought children for me So I can sing them all my songs And I can tell them stories Most of my boys are with me Some are still out seeking glory And some I had to leave behind My brother, I'm still sorry Soon I'll be 60 years old My daddy got 61 Remember life and then your life Becomes a better one I made a man so happy When I wrote a letter once I hope my children come
is your Feel Good Radio, Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuzar. Three minutes can pass 10 a.m. Uh, this Wednesday morning. It's the 2nd of February, 2022. Lucas Graham with the song Seven Years, kick-starting things this morning. Great to know you're there as we, you know, get together on the program uh, one more time this week. It's Platform, right here on Fresh FM, uh, the second installment of the program. Remember, we'll do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there uh, joining us uh, this uh, morning. Friday the 4th of February uh, will be the World Cancer Day. Now, the World Cancer Day is an international day marked on the 4th of February yearly. It is, of course, to raise awareness of cancer and to encourage its prevention, detection and treatment. Uh, the World Cancer Day is led by the Union of International Cancer Control to support the goals of the World Cancer Declaration, which was written in the year 2008. The primary goal of the World Cancer Day is to significantly reduce illness and death caused by cancer. And uh, it's an opportunity to rally the international community to end the injustice of preventable suffering uh, from cancer. The day of course is observed by all United Nations member nations, I mean member countries. And uh, it is a day set aside, or the days leading to it and the days after it, uh, set aside to have uh, discussions as regards cancer, uh, the causes maybe, or the preventive measures and the effect it is having on our society. And that is what will be getting our attention uh, this morning on the program as the countdown continues uh, to the World Cancer Day. I'll be joined by my guest in a bit. And I'm sure there are a lot to talk about this morning. Remember, you can join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash live. Uh, you can, of course, uh, drop your contributions there, share the videos. Uh, at the tail end of the program, I should also be speaking with some youth representatives. Uh, they uh, will be talking to us ahead of, uh, I know there's a youth festival. Interestingly, I'm involved in that. And uh, they'll be talking to us about you know, youth development, youth and politics and all of that. That, of course, will be at the latter part of the program this morning. Don't go anywhere. It's platform this Wednesday. They can make it major I got my boys with me At least those in favor And if we don't meet before I leave I hope I'll see you later Once I was 20 years old My story got Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Today, Wednesday, the 2nd of February, 2022. I did say cancer will be getting our attention this morning. Uh, the 4th of February, that's Friday, uh, will mark this year's World Cancer Day. Uh, joining me on the program this morning is Dr. Bolajilati Salako. is a consultant uh, in radiation and clinical oncology at the Federal Medical Center, Idiaba in Abelkuta. He's, he's in the studio with us this morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Salako. Great to have you join us. Great to see you. Uh, good morning, people at home. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Okay, so great to have you join us. Let, let's let's get straight to it. While you know, 
I don't want it to sound like a classroom, uh, but then um, you know, uh, a program like this is about the education. Uh, what is cancer, first off? Uh, thank you very much. Yes, if you are talking about cancer, cancer is a complex disease. And, uh, you know, in our body, we have what, you, what we call cells. It's the smaller part of the human body. When uh, different cells, when they come together, they form uh, what we describe as tissue. And uh, when the tissues, when they also come together, they form what we call as organ. Organ like uh, liver, heart, eyes. So when these organs, when they now come together, they form what we call as a system, which is human being. If cancer wants to occur, it, most of the time, it will occur at uh, what we call at cellular level. Inside the cell, we have what we call as a DNA. Okay. So when there's a problem with this DNA, you just discover that cell, uh, uh, human cell, just continue uh, dividing, growing unnecessarily, unwantedly. So when this now occur, it now form what you call mass. When this now becomes swelling, so when care is not taken, this uh, this swelling will continue growing in size and become problem to the person involved. After that, if uh, further care is not taken, so it can lead to what we can describe as ulcer, so like a wound. And uh, something about cancer is that uh, it can now move from this primary site to other places, which we describe as a metastasis. You can move from, let's say we have a cancer in the tongue. So you can move from the tongue. It can affect the neighboring structure like nose, eyes, ear. And it can also move from that place to distant organs like a liver, lungs, and uh, bones or any other part of the body, even brain. So cancer can move to the brain. You know, it's, it's, it's quite scary or quite interesting because, you know, I, I continue to say to people that, uh, you know, sometimes when you have, um, you know, a physical or you have, uh, you know, injuries on your skin, uh, you can look at it and say, oh, it's healing. But when you talk about cells growing and all of that, these are not things you can just feel. Uh, there are things happening in your body, and you just really cannot tell what's happening in your body until you check them out. Um, mm. You know, you, you you continue to mention if care is not taken. If care is not taken, what it means is, uh, you know, different stages can be prevented one way or the other. But before we get into the prevention, are there types of cancers? Are there classes? Are there you know various kinds, so to speak? Yes, uh, like you said, uh, what I mean by the, if care is not taken, because we discovered that uh, the problem we are facing with our patient, the major problem is that they always present very late. Okay. So, you know, something about cancer is that if we can, if we can make a diagnosis at early stage, so we can solve the problem. And... Uh, the issue of cancer is not something that uh, we should play with or we should play at. And for, for the purpose of this program, let me say we have two types of cancer. Cancer can be divided into two groups. Okay. One is the place where the cancer actually arises from. Let me say that the cancer arises from the breast. We can call it a breast cancer. 
when it arises from the skin, you can say skin cancer and so on and so forth. But another one is that uh, that was is a little bit complex. Okay. You know, if you are talking about uh, breast cancer, if you are talking about breast generally, what actually m- uh, made of breast is is of uh, different tissues. So this these tissues, uh, cancer can arise from each of uh, these tissues. So that is uh, what we describe as histological type. So it depends on the which which particular uh, which particular tissue the cancer actually arises from. So okay, so uh, the, the, the 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 basic ways of you know differentiating them is where they arise from and the and one the, you call uh, uh, yes, and histological the type. Uh, and and as, you know, as as you say, it is, is yeah, it sounds complex already. Yes. <laughs> and uh, in addition, yeah. so cancer can occur in. Almost all part of the human body, mm. except uh, uh, your teeth, the ear, and the nose. But any other part of your well, can be. Well, why is that? Well, the, the teeth, the hair, and the nose. Yes, if you if you look at your someone here, you know that it's not that. Uh, actually, it's a, it's a little bit living things, but uh, it doesn't actually. It's different from other part of the tissue. So if you see your teeth, if you see someone's teeth, you see it's very hard. And there is, of course, there are some nerves, there are some blood vessels there, but most of the time, because of this nature, so it, it doesn't, uh, cancer doesn't arise from the teeth or from the nail or from the ear. But any other part of the body can also be affected by the cancer. Dr. Sarako, let's, let's, let's look at, you know, the angle of where they arise from, which... You know, at least amongst the laymen or amongst the general public, that's what we mostly talk about. I'm, I'm not sure many of us have this uh, histological knowledge <laughs> of you know, so as you talk about it. But of course, we've heard of blood cancer, uh, breast cancer, uh, cancer of the lungs, skin cancer, and all of that. Um, what can you say, uh, especially in this part of the world? What's what's the most common type? Yes, uh, the most common type of breast, I mean, of cancer uh, depends on the uh, cells we are talking about. Okay. The one that is common in female is different from that, the one that is common in male. Okay. For the female, yes, we can say we have breast cancer, we have cancer of the surface, uh, we have ovarian cancer, we have a... Cervix, that's cervical cancer. A cervical cancer. Okay. Cancer that arises from the surface, okay. the mouth of the womb. Okay. So we can also uh, have uh, colorectal cancer. These are the cancer that arises from the intestine. Okay. So we can also have uh, ovarian cancer. These are the cancer that arises from ovary, where the egg is produced for okay. the female. For the male, yes, we can have uh, what is called as a prostate cancer. Okay. So. Uh, well, women they don't have uh, prostate. It's only men that has, uh, that have prostate. So apart from that, we can also have a colorectal cancer too. That's the intestine. Yeah, intestine, okay. and also we can also have a lung cancer and a liver cancer, and also lymphoma. These are some some of the cancer that. What's what's lymphoma, sir? Uh, lymphoma is uh, you know in our body we have different tissue, we have different system. 
we have a what we call as a lymphatic system. Mm. So lymph node. Okay. So cancer can also this lymph node. What they do is that they look like a beans. They are small, small organs. They can find them in all part of the human body, especially your armpit, your nail. So uh, to make it more clearer, sometimes if you have a uh, injury on our leg, we always call it a kule kaiton. So you see swelling around. So around the ground area, we call it petele. So most of them, if there's is that, is that what you see under your armpit sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, boils. Uh, or so you can also find them in our uh, armpit. So what they do is that they help to, in terms of infection, they help to drain some fluid. So the, these organs can also be affected with uh, uh, what we call I, cancer. But but you you know we're, we're talking about what you find commonly in males now. You, you mentioned prostate. You mentioned you know intestine. Of course, you find in women mm. too. But you then went on to say long liver and lymphoma. Are these mostly common in men too, or you can find them? In yeah, you can. Yes, for long C, we can also. Yes, female can also come down with a lung cancer. Even lymphoma, female can also come down with a lymphoma. What what causes cancer? Are there are there hereditary cancer? Are there? You know, I've, I've heard a lot of things. Of course, this of course isn't the first time I'm having this conversation with an expert such as you. Uh, and you know, over time, you know, I know the studies continue, especially in the medical field uh, and in science generally. So, uh, what are the causes of cancer? Uh, causes of cancer is a very also complex. Mm-hmm. But what we always uh, we describe we, we always describe it as the risk factors. Okay. Because uh, sometimes, some uh, something that can cause uh, cancer in someone may not necessarily cause cancer in another person. For example, and uh, if you are talking about the causes of cancer, it depends on the cancer we are talking about. Right. For example, if you are talking about uh, breast cancer, yes, uh, like you ask, breast cancer is one of the cancers that is hereditary. So it can run in the family. Wow. If someone's mother or someone's father or someone's aunt or grandma, grandpa, if they have a uh, breast cancer. So you can see uh, the children must be very vigilant. They must watch their body. They can also, they have high risk of developing uh, breast cancer. The same apply with, uh, to prostate uh, cancer too. But uh, if you are talking about uh, the causes, what we always call uh, risk factors. Risk factors. So, uh, for for lung cancer, the major risk factor, the major culprit of uh, lung cancer is uh, someone that smoke smoking. It's a major factor. Sm- smoking what exactly? Because smoking, these, these people smoke a lot of things. Uh, smoking uh, cigarettes. Okay. Smoke, uh, smoke, uh, smoking generally. Generally. Oh, okay. So. Or if someone is exposed to too much of the uh, dust. Okay, because I was going to ask, because when you say smoke, I was going to ask, uh, does inhalation of smoke also count? You know, people yes. living in uh, industrial areas, people living in... Uh, a lot of talks about sooth in the south-south or Niger Delta region and all of that. Yes, that is why we always say occupational factor is also is a major factor. Where you work also can also tell someone what type of cancer that someone may develop. If you are working in a company... If you are a mechanic that uh, like to be soaking uh, petrol with uh, your mouth <laughs> from the carburetor, uh, so uh-huh. that uh, that habit is too bad. They can also lead to 
some form of uh, cancer. Mm. And uh, if you're a carpenter too, and you are exposed to chronic, uh, you have been exposing persistently to dust, sawdust. Mm. It's also a risk factor for lung cancer. So all these uh, sediments, wow. they can actually settle in the lungs. Wow. And, and, uh, and you know, th- these are things we do and we take for granted. Because you talk of petrol now, you mentioned the mechanics. Not, not just the mechanics, even folks at home, uh, from, one pe- from one generator to the other, <laughs> they yeah, put together. So <laughs> that, 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 that's a bad habit. It's not mm. too good for us. Mm. And also, those of us that use uh, all these uh, uh, bleaching cream, Mm, really? So they can they can expose to form of a cancer, especially skin cancer. Wow! And also they can also cause some other diseases because inside the bleaching cream there are a lot of uh, chemicals that is not they are not friendly to human being. So they can affect someone's kidney, someone's liver. And uh, if you are the type that uh, drink alcohol too much, so that one too is not uh, it's not too good for. You know, us as a woman being that alcohol part, because I know that there are the, the a lot of people that, that their interest got piqued when, when you mentioned it, and you you also say when you take too much of it. Now the trouble is, what constitutes too much? As as you say, uh, you also alluded to the fact that what is a risk factor for me might not be a risk factor for you. Uh, we know people that will tell you they've been smoking all their life. Uh, it's not something they can leave and they don't have these ailments. And then you find people that smoked for six months and they're in trouble. So, um, are, th- are there reasons for this difference in, you know, risk factors for individuals or is it just destiny or is it just luck? Uh, you know, and when you talk of alcohol, for example, what, what constitutes too much to, to put it empirically? Uh, you know, I mentioned that uh, cancer is a complex disease. Mm. And, uh, if you are talking about the carcinogenesis, how cancer actually develop, it's like it's a multifactorial uh, issue, and uh, it, it doesn't mean it, it, it is a particular factor. Mm-hmm. For example, if you are talking about the cancer of the cervix, so the number one risk factor is a human papilloma virus. Okay. That uh, and uh, you see that a lot of female. A lot of ladies they have this virus, and uh, they don't develop. Uh, they don't come down with, with tobacco uh, cancer. Uh, so because uh, body body has a way of clearing this uh, virus, but if there is other background uh, diseases, so such that, uh, that has weakened uh, the uh, weakened body's of, uh, ability to uh, fight. To fight. Mm, so we just discovered that uh, uh, such a person develop. Uh, uh, so cancer, cancer. Uh, mm. uh, like uh, if someone is uh, if someone has a HIV virus, if someone is uh, diabetes, mm. so that lot of uh, or someone is on the drugs. Mm. What it, what COVID has led us to understand uh, uh, so, underlying ailments, yes, uh-huh. uh, underlying uh, underlying ailment. So so and uh, like you said, uh, some people they may smoke for a long time, and uh, they, they, they don't come down with a. Uh, Lung cancer. cancer. Let me tell you that uh, smoking uh, accounts for almost 30, I mean, 25 to 30 percent of uh, cancers. Not only lung cancer; it moves across all uh, cancers. Mm. For example, if someone smokes, it can lead to cancer of the cervix. If wow. someone smokes, it can lead to cancer of the breast. If someone smokes, it can lead to cancer of the uh, kidney. So, 
smoking generally is or has a big uh, role in a cancer uh, development. So we we need the uh, we need to be careful with what we do, the lifestyle that we use, so, and uh, the, for the issue of uh, alcohol intake. Yes, if you go to abroad, they won't tell you that you should stop alcohol. They will just tell you that uh, you should reduce alcohol. For but here in here in Africa, most of the time we always encourage that if if you don't use for anything, right, you can stop. Yes, I mean no. What do, what, what do you mean by if you don't use for anything? Some people, yeah. For example, what I mean by that, if you can do without it, okay. because some people I, I have to enjoy myself, and uh, so you can take it, but just ensure that it's very uh, minimal. <laughs> minimal. So and uh, but uh, because uh, like I said that if you go to abroad, mm. they will not tell you that you. Should, they will tell you that okay ensure that you reduce it. I may not be able to put a, a, a quantity. A quantity, yeah, because so, there, there goes the challenge. You know, every every time we talk about, I know that if you talk about um, high blood pressure as well, uh, you know, doctors will tell you alcohol intake is also, you know, a risk factor and, you know, a couple of other ailments. But then the challenge has always been, you know, putting a quantity to what is too much. If we go by... Um, what we are used to say bottles of beer for example you know you'd find people that'll tell you um what's that you're about to say and they'll tell you they've, they've had two bottles and then someone says i'm and he has had four and then there's someone who don't even finish a bottle so you know the challenge is always yeah some people tell you that if you take uh, a call but yes the the only way you can quantify is that probably the percentage of uh, the okay, alcohol, alcohol inside some people say if you take uh, two glasses of uh, beer is enough. Mm. Some people will say we take till it's enough. And mm. some people will say ah, if I take uh, one bottle, it's enough. But like you said, I'm upara. And uh, if you take a call, it's like uh, you are giving your liver, your kidney unnecessary job to do. Because uh, when you eat, generally naturally if someone eats, you drink water, you take some drug, maybe someone is ill. These are the organs that always tra- work and remove all the and products of the, this uh, toxic agent of these uh, drugs or food that we eat. But even now, giving them unnecessary work to do, you, you smoke, you drink alcohol, so you are giving them unnecessary work. The work that is not, I mean... <clears throat> they probably shouldn't have to do so much. So, so that's, that's why we always say, why, why should we want to engage in that? smoking and alcohol well it's, it's quite interesting um just you know for for a moment uh, because we're, we're due a break and you know when we return from this break we'll um, talk about the issue of prevention and all of that but um you talk about breast cancer uh you know um as you know very common cancer in women and uh, prostate cancer is a very common cancer in men as well uh, could could we spend a couple of minutes to talk about this too? Because I know that these are very common cases, you know. And uh, you know, are they? Uh, what, what exactly is the cause? Is it these risk factors that we've spoken about, or are there particular reasons why they are rampant, or there's a lot more of them? Yeah. Yes. For or are they easy to detect? Because <laughs> yes, that's it. yes for detection. That's why we always say that uh, people should always. Uh, as a female, even as a male, you should always ensure that you examine your body 
you assume your breast regularly at least once in every month you always look at you just be conscious of your body and uh, and some people believe that it's only females that can develop breast cancer men can also develop breast cancer oh ah, interesting and also uh, the the causes could be something that we can modify okay <clears throat> and the, another one is that uh, there's nothing we can do about it if you are talking about age as someone is growing older the possibility uh, the chances of developing breast cancer is a little bit high compared to uh, a younger uh, fellow okay. uh, lady so for apart from that being a female also also a risk factor and uh, smoky like i said according take uh, eating of too much of uh, eating fatty food too much mm. lack of exercise and uh, like i said also that uh, breast cancer is one of the genetic uh, is already uh, so it's, uh, whether in female or male uh, in female or male and uh, so these are some of the uh, major thing what's, what, what's, what's the level of breast cancer in in men is it, is it is it something that's rife as well yes yes although the percentage is, is very low is almost one to two percent okay. is, is there any reason is there anything physical about it because you know of course with a lot of these diseases there are myths and beliefs that there are if you talk about breast cancer for example <laughs> i've heard people that that you know uh that uh, link it to the size of uh, of of the person or you find you find young men sometimes that have you know almost female like um sizes of at least at a very young age is that is that a reason are, are those true your um, insinuations like that yes the major causes of breast cancer in men is a uh, hereditary okay. and uh, of course other factors can also fall in uh, setting uh, smoking alcohol and uh, uh uh, because uh, there is a this uh, uh, gene that uh, that we call BRCA1 and BRCA2, okay. so it's common if if such a f- f- uh, male if they have the generic uh, this generic gene, so they can like a BRCA1 and BRCA2 they can actually come down with it. That is why we all advocate that if if in someone's family you notice that somebody uh, somebody or as, I mean, somebody, uh, someone has a breast cancer, so physics, uh, uh, try to visit a uh, hospital for genetic and uh, genomic, uh, for genetic counseling and uh, genomic uh, testing, so that just to confirm if uh, this uh, actually this gene are present, because if they are mutated, if there's a problem with them, so they can also predispose that male to. Breast cancer. Breast cancer. And also apply to the female too. All right. Well, I've been speaking with uh, Dr. Balaji Latif Salako, is a consultant in radiation and clinical oncology at the Federal Medical Center, Idiaba Belkata. We're speaking of cancer. Uh, that's ahead of uh, the celebration of this year's World Cancer Day. The World Cancer Day is celebrated uh, every, on the 4th of February annually this year. Uh, the 4th of February is uh, Friday, and uh, the talks are ongoing already as far as uh, cancer is concerned. We'll take a very quick pause, and uh, when we return, we'll continue our conversation. We'll be talking as regards prevention and um, treatment uh, of uh, cancer uh, on the program this morning. Remember, facebook.com forward slash freshfm live. You can drop your questions there, share the videos. Uh, we'll talk to you via the phone lines for a couple of minutes, of course. Please don't go anywhere.
Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS as you use the Fresh FM app review and rate our app we're available 24-7 for more updates thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta, uh, today, Wednesday, the 2nd of February, 2022. I've been speaking with Dr. Bola Jelatif Salakoy, who is a consultant in radiation and clinical oncology at the FMC uh, in Idiabaya in Abelkuta. And uh, we've been talking about the ailment cancer ahead of the World Cancer Day celebration. Thank you for staying with us, Dr. Salakoy. Uh, Let's, you know, prevention, they say, is better than cure. Uh, of course, uh, we've uh, spoken about some risk factors that, um, you know, leave people vulnerable to cancers of various forms. And naturally, because avoiding this, some of these activities would be ways to prevent. But elaborately, what are the preventive measures, uh, you know, to avoid cancer? Yeah, the preventive method you can use like I always say that it depends on the cancer we are talking about. Mm. If you are talking about breast cancer, so one of the major preventive uh, measures is that uh, we always encourage our female to always uh, check their breast every time. What we describe as a self-breast examination. Okay. So if they come to hospital, the nurses or the doctor we put them through how they can achieve this uh, process. Uh, apart from that, we always encourage people to always visit uh, hospital. They should come for medical checkup because if they come for medical checkup in the process, it, if there's any problem, the doctor can pick it up. And uh, and they can also for the breast, they can also do what we call a clinical uh, examination. So the doctor will help you to check the breast. If there's need for any images, they ask you to do some tests so that if there's any problem, they can pick it up. And uh, f- and we always encourage people to to always watch what they eat because okay. uh, some of this food they can make someone uh, if you eat, if you eat them too much, they can make you they can make someone to to be obese. And uh, obesity is uh, one of the risk factors for even breast cancer and other diseases. Okay. And uh, we always uh, encourage our people to ensure that uh, they do uh, exercise. It's good to do exercise every day. You walk around, not necessarily to go and carry weight or something like that. <laughs> but you can just walk around and uh, so. And for cervical cancer, we always uh, encourage uh, our female our women to always uh, come for 
screening. There's a screening called a pap smell. So you ask them to come for pap smell. And also there's another one for uh, testing for if there's a presence of a woman papillum virus. So, and uh, we can, all our young females too, from age nine to, our girls from age nine to maybe 26. So there's a vaccine that is available for against a uh, woman papillomavirus. virus. So we always uh, can fast and encourage advocates for that, that uh, people should always uh, 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 give, uh, ensure that they are girls uh, fascinate, uh, get vaccination. Okay. Uh, boys can also get it. So so these are the some of the uh, ways that we can actually ensure that uh, someone doesn't come down with a uh, Cancer. Now, one, once you have it, of course, um, treatment is the next thing uh, to, to talk about. How, uh, what is the cancer treatment like? I know there's chemotherapy and, you know, a lot of other things. Uh, I'm sure there are also other forms of treatment. Uh, but how accessible is it? How cheap is it? How expensive is it? Uh, how difficult is it to access this and all of this? Yes, the treatment of cancer is quite unfortunate that uh, the treatment is a little bit expensive. And uh, even the facility is no more. Is no, the facilities are not very uh, available. Uh, they are not available, and uh, the cancer drugs uh, they are very expensive. Okay. Yes, uh, we have we have different type of uh, treatment. If someone uh, actually develops breast cancer, one of the treatments is uh, we have a surgery. Patient can undergo surgery. Apart from surgery, they can also benefit from. Uh, Therapy, so they can benefit from chemotherapy too, and other uh, special drugs like uh, targeted therapy, immunotherapy. Is it, is this possible for all forms of cancer? You know, because you know you said yes, breast cancer it's, just it's, now. it's possible for all form of cancer mm-hmm. because for for example for radiotherapy now almost uh, seventy to seventy five percent of patients that develop breast cancer can actually benefit. We, we we undergo radiotherapy, almost seventy five percent of them. Okay. So for for chemotherapy, yes, like I said earlier, that uh, majority of our patients they always present to us at this stage because cancer has uh, stages, stages mm-hmm. like uh, one to four okay. stages. Or if we are talking about stage one and stage two, these are early stage that uh, we can uh, cure can be achieved. But if we are talking about uh, stage uh, three and four. So we are talking about advanced stage. Okay. So at this level, so we yes, there is a treatment for it. So patients can uh, benefit from all form of uh, uh, cancer treatment like chemotherapy, radiotherapy and other form of uh, uh, treatment. Okay. Now, um, I'm glad that you've, you know, mentioned the various stages uh, the, of uh, cancer that, that we have. Uh, when you talk about surgery, uh, I'm sure you're talking about, you know, surgical removal of the growth or the cells. The, the, the should, I don't should I say problematic cells now? Uh, at what stage can this still be done? Is there a stage where this is not an option, and you know, other things have to be done? Yes, uh, surgery is. Uh, yes, if someone has a if someone has cancer and they tell that person, ah, you are going to undergo surgery, mm. 
Yes, surgery can be the major treatment. Okay. Like primary treatment. For example, if, if there's a lump somewhere and that lump is cancerous and the surgeons tell you that, uh, ah, madame, you want to remove that uh, lump. So someone should be very happy. But that uh, at that stage, surgery can be a can be used because uh, if you are talking about advanced stage whereby the cancer has moved to other other areas in the body you cannot call uh, surgeon can uh, uh, yeah. uh, so if surgeon is telling you that oh, let's come oh, so that I can help you to remove this breast yeah. so someone should go to muscle choice that uh, <laughs> to, go <laughs> and, to go and thank God that uh, this is an early uh, early disease that surgery can be of use of course, you can also use surgery in uh, some advanced stages too, probably to just make the life of the patient uh, comfortable. Okay. Uh, so we can use it. And uh, other treatment too, like uh, radiotherapy, immediately after surgery, uh, they want to send the patient to for radiotherapy. And uh, you know, in Nigeria today, the center, the center, there are few. We don't have enough radiotherapy. Uh, facility so that is uh, in fact i want to use the opportunity to tell uh, a government not only the federal government the state government can also key into this uh, idea of uh, getting radiotherapy machine into uh, into hospital setting if if is it, is, is if this something the, that is available in our tertiary institutions like say the fmc hospitals and the likes yeah presently in fmc abekuta there's a uh, the construction is going on Okay. Uh, the, and, the uh, oncology the, center. No? Yes, only there's an oncology center in uh, okay. FMC Abiokuta, radiation and clinical oncology. Okay. So we have it in Abiokuta, and uh, the the bunker, the the process, the building is is ongoing. If you go there now, the work is ongoing. So okay. I think by this by later this year, I think we should be able to have the machine. We will bring in the machine because the the CMD there is really working seriously. To ensure that uh, at least that center is working very well. So, so it, it, it is is it, it is somewhat safe to say that uh, at the moment the level of mortality that we get as a result of cancer, uh, you know, could be due to the fact that uh, the treatment opportunities are not a lot in this part of the world. Yes, uh, like I said, that uh, majorly our patient they always come with advanced stage. Apart from that, there's no facility for them. Mm. And uh, something about cancer is that you don't you don't play with cancer, you don't look cancer at face. You know if you know, if there's any delay, of course it's going to affect the outcome. We have some people they will, because uh, even the, some of the center that the machines are the machines are not working. Mm. So you send some you send somebody to a center you believe that there's a machine there, and the patient, the, uh, the patient will not come back since two months. Uh, only machine will share. So and there's some sometimes they will start the treatment. Maybe they're supposed to get like a twenty five session of a radiotherapy. After getting like a five, the patient yeah. will come and tell you that the machine has broken down. They tell, they tell them to come back after uh, four weeks. So and uh, cancer treatment is not like that. It have to All be right. persistent treatment. So right. apart from that, the expert, I want to I want to tell you. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the oncologists, the radiation oncology in Nigeria, they are less than maybe, they are, maybe we are just 90. Wow. And uh, the machine, 
have a, it's like a one machine to 20 million people and one machine should be a, one machine should be to maybe 250 people but probably in Nigeria we have one machine to 20 million and even that machine is not working so you know that we are in soup yes we are hot one mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, let's um, attempt to get some thoughts uh, this morning uh, from you listening to us uh, because I'd have to let uh, Dr. Um, Sarko go in about five minutes, but let's see how it goes. Uh, the numbers are 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079, or 0818-111-1079, Those are the numbers for you to call to talk to us via this morning. Remember, uh, because for those of you that have joined us live on Facebook, you can drop your contributions on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash freshfmlive. Uh, you can as well drop your uh, questions and thoughts on Twitter at freshfmabeokuta. That's an avenue uh, this uh, morning. Um, okay. Uh, well, anyway, um, Okwa Sunday says, okay, thank you. Uh, Alassane Siaka is watching us from Ghana. Says, good morning, good morning to you, thank you. Um, Agemo Abigail says, uh, well done, sir. Uh, says, my question is, can breast lump lead to breast cancer? Uh, that's a question. And she also says, is fibroid cancerous? Yeah, for, it's not all the lump are cancerous. Especially, it depends on the age we find that lump. Okay. If a if a girl of uh, twenty years or less than twenty five present to hospital with a lump, it's not very likely that that lump is 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 going to be cancerous. Okay. But sometimes in a cancer <laughs> cancer treatment cancer uh, detection ma- uh, mm-hmm. cancer management. Okay, management. Yes, we can. Uh, s- there could be some transformation. Okay. You may discover that initially the lump is benign. So after some time, it may change to malignant. It's, by by benign, you mean benign not dangerous? Not dangerous, not okay. cancerous. It's okay. not a cancer. Okay. But sometimes this uh, not a benign condition, uh, tumor can actually uh, transform. Yeah, it's possible. So do, you, do you surgically remove such lumps? You know, yeah, if you have a lump that uh, is not... Uh, no, it's good to remove it. Okay. So if the lump... Uh, and uh, something, about lump, something about this lump is that if you find a lump, a small one, after like a week, it's not getting bigger. Someone should be very, uh, you, you have to get up and do something about this. If you see a lump uh, uh, increase in size as time goes on. So it's something that you should increase. Very quickly, a question about fibroid. Yes, fibroid is a benign condition and uh, I don't think, uh, and uh, yes, fibroids can also cause some uh, dangerous uh, thing. For example, if you have fibroids and it's getting bigger, of course, it may have, it depends on the location of fibroids. And uh, sometimes you can have what we describe as Degenerative fibros. This type of fibros can be dangerous. You see, uh, female. I mean, the woman start to bleed. She can start bleeding. So, and the fibros is a benign something. And like I said, uh, something about uh, tumor is that they can transform so from being benign to malignant. But wow. generally, fibros they are benign condition. The application right. could also cause a problem. Okay. Uh, Kewili she says, this is a pathetic information concerning the chemo machine in the country. 
Well, um, well, we know the situation of the country in a lot of sectors. There's a lot of challenges, so you don't expect that uh, you know fighting cancer and all of that will be any different. But I just hope we get things right. Uh, well, I should say a very big thank you, Dr. Bawajilati Solako, is a consultant in radiation and chemical oncology at the FMC Diababokta. Thank you really for your time this morning. Okay. Uh, thank you for welcome. talking to us on the program this morning. My pleasure to be here. Well, I just hope that with these conversations year in year out, that um, you know uh, we will begin to take these things more seriously, not just the level of the people, uh, also government and all of that. Yeah, we hope that. We yeah. hope so. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, it's Platform this morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. We'll take a very quick break. When we return, I did say that I was speaking with uh, youth representative this morning. Interestingly, this is actually a conversation that should take longer, but um, I had to bring it forward uh, because of uh, the... Uh, Progressive Youth Festival uh, that I know is happening in um, Ibadan uh, in a couple of days, I think on the 5th of February. Uh, got a message some weeks back about that event. Hopefully I'll be there as well. And I'll be speaking with the Ogun State Rep, uh, Mr. Abdulaziz Bashir Adegwega, uh, this morning as far as youth involvement in the law of issues and others are concerned. We'll get into that in a moment. Please don't go anywhere. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Um, I did say that I'll be speaking for a couple of minutes uh, with Mr. Abdulaziz uh, Bashir Adewega this morning. And um, together uh, we will uh, uh, talk about uh, you know, youth participation and youth involvement in politics and a couple of issues of youth development for the next couple of minutes. I hope we'll be able to do a lot. Uh, you know, As I said, uh, Mr. Bashir, good, good to have you join us on the program. Okay, well, if you want to switch positions, you can do that very quickly um, so that we can you know, have you on uh, the Facebook Live. All right, thank you. Great to have you in our studio. Thank you uh, this one. Please move closer to your microphone. Uh, you know, um, like I said, this was something we w- would have done at another time, you know, in a more elaborate manner, but unfortunately we have to bring it forward because of uh, the Progressive Youth Festival happening in Ibadan. Uh, w- what exactly, you know, led to this uh, thinking of having young people come together, uh, you know, to talk about the state of young people, young, young people in politics, you know, young people in uh, governance generally? All right. Thank you very much. Good morning once again, everybody. Um, I appreciate um, the time you've given me here. So, like you said, what we're doing in the Progressive Youth Festival is like a driver. Mm. Um, Towards, um, it's it's like a, a driver and a strategic move, you know, towards placing the young people, you know, in politics, towards letting them understanding that we're not just talking about politics, we're not just arguing on social media, we're mm. not just um, you know discussing on social media alone. We want to get them more involved. Mm. 
in the mainstream politics and taking leadership leadership position you know so this is what we're doing so this program is about to entertain you know to empower you know and to energize the youth you know for them to get involved so we are not just letting them see that oh you're the future of tomorrow without them taking um pragmatic step towards our future now when when you say getting young people involved are we talking about um uh, as far as you know contesting for elective offices or being a part of it as regards you know having their say even as electorates or you know as you know development partners with those in leadership one way or the other um yes um you know if you are um into a particular field you know let me say um we have a lot of people who, who, who study different courses in school you know it's until when you start practicing it a lot of people study mass communication you know those who did uh, medicine after you know. practicing they become open to a lot of other that things is, that is it so politics is something you can actually read online you can actually, but we want people to get involved we want the young ones to get involved to see what we are doing exactly so and this kind of gathering you know like i said we want to energize them to see that this is what we are doing we want to let them know this is what we can do as a youth you know so so that you can be part of the system not just talking not just um, analyzing not just discussing so be part of the system and this is actually one of the things we we, we are doing last weekend we were in Nikeja where we had the um pre-conference uh, com- uh what's it called pre-conference that has the politics and business people as part of the conference you know so we come to, we, we, we we're there together to discuss politics we're there together to discuss about business the young people in politics the young people who are uh, who, who, who are businessmen and women, entrepreneurs and all of that you know so we're there at the conference so this is one of the ways at which we want people to hold a conversation around politics you know and to get them involved in politics. Now, um, because, well, as I said, you know, I, got, I got the message uh, about the Progressive Youth Festival some weeks back, and, um, you know, I did have to, you know, take the date now, the, uh, Saturday, February 5, I know that's when it's old, uh, at Liberty Stadium in the battle. And, you know, they, they, I'm sure the expectation is that young people from all walks of life, you know, should come together and, you know, be a part of this, uh, you know, the discussions that will happen. Yes, um, but we we are streamlining it. Streamlining in the sense that it's all about Southwest for now. Mm. It's the Southwestern state, Ogun, Lagos, Oyo, Ondo, Oshuanekiti, mm. plus Kwara State, mm. you know. So we're coming together. We're doing this at this level, you know. Some other people are also doing, they, they also do their own in other geopolitical zones of the country. So, but this is what we're doing in the Southwest. So, at the end of the day, there's going to be a combination of young people from various zones of the country to, to look at some of the uh, decisions or some of the points that are raised at this conference. Is that it? Yes, exactly. You know, let, 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 let me take you back to the genesis. You know, um, I think um, June 2021, we had the first ever um, APC Youth Conference. Okay. In Abuja, you know, and at the conference, there was a a communique, you know, whereby we sent to the national body of the APC for them to realize that 
the youths are converging from the 36 states of the country and Abuja to have a discussion around youth involvement in politics, youth taking leadership positions, you know. So we are not just there to talk. We gave them what we, our demands. And we are letting them see that this is what we're capable of doing. And that is why we're having programs like this. This is what we're capable of doing. This is what we can do. This is the uh, mobilization we can do as youth, you know. So, and we are letting them see, uh, see our strength. Not that we are just there talking, we are just there um, discussing. We are letting them see our strength. We are letting them see the numbers that we have, you know. So the youth has the largest um, uh, population. Voting population. Bo- voting population, of course. Women. So we are letting them see this strength in us. We are letting them see what the, 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 the stuff we are made of. So not just that we're there to have discussions alone. So we are taking pragmatic steps towards attaining leadership position. That's what we're doing. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, I remember that uh, some weeks back, uh, some months ago now, I uh, did have a similar discussion on this program about another you know program that was you know bringing young people together. That one happened here in Abelka, bringing young people together to have these issues. And you know, uh, I'm, I'm particularly you know in, uh, you know interested in programs or events of this nature that look at bringing young people together to be a part of co- uh, part of governance and you know get the ideas out there uh, so um one way or the other i'm sure uh, i will personally be following this uh, you know uh, youth festival uh, that'll be happening on Saturday in Ibadan. all right so uh, i should say thank you really I- i'm sure we'll pick this up at another time you know talking about youth in governance youth in politics and you know uh, talk about it at a, at a very much more elaborate level but thank you really uh, you know for your time thank you uh, this very morning. much i really appreciate it all right. Um, well, uh, but we continue to talk about the need for young people to participate, to get involved, uh, not just um, you know to have these talks on social media, not just to criticise, uh, you know, for the sake of it. Uh, let our criticisms be objective. Uh, let our critiquing uh, be one that is born out of our concern or our patriotism. Uh, for the country. Hopefully we'll get it right eventually. Uh, that's the program this morning. Thank you really for investing your time with us on platform uh, this uh, Wednesday. Remember, your feedbacks are always welcome at Fresh FM Abiogota, uh, via, via Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Just send us a message. We'll be glad to hear from you across all social media platforms at one Wali Bakari. Drop your messages, drop your comments. I'll be glad to hear from you. Enjoy your Wednesday. Good morning. Trip the music's for the sad man oh.